The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement during the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And we've been talking about this for going on, I don't even know how long now, 15 years. And uh, it's become one of Houston's more popular financial radio shows. And, and really appreciate all you, everyone listening. And uh, really, it is. It's save aggressively, invest conservatively. It's all about building up wealth. In, in, in the world today, it becomes more and more important to do this, to, to save money, put away, put away money for retirement, put away money for emergencies. I, it, it, I mean, uh, asset prices are high. Uh, things are coming back. Uh, the, the economy is starting to recover. So it's a lot of good things are happening out there. In, in, and use this opportunity because we, we hit at the same time, we have uh, taxes are going up. Uh, and regulations are going up, and, and we don't know what the future is going to hold. And so, so what we want to do is, is, is you want to continue to, to to protect your wealth, conservatively manage it, and, and that that's going to be the key going forward. Put away ten percent minimum plus the company match. Take advantage. Of it. Look, taxes are going up more than ever. It's going to be important to do this. Back in the 70s, and we talked about it on the show last week in the 70s, uh, you know, basically it's staying alive. This is going to be a repeat of the 70s. We're going to be discussing that. Inflation's coming back. Higher taxes are coming back. And in that environment, uh, you know, what we're looking at is it's going to be some real interesting things. I mean, if you look back in the 70s, the tax rates were much higher. Now they're talking about raising the taxes again. Uh, and in, in back in, in the 70s, the rate was 70%, and the capital gains was it hit 40%. And, and, and we're going back to there, high taxes, high inflation. And, and, and so the world is changing when it comes to managing your retirement, managing your assets. And back in the 70s, tax, taxes were, 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 were important product of that. And I think, I think that's where we're going, that 70s, inflation, taxes. Uh, and, and what people don't realize is, is Joe Biden has said, look, taxes are not going to go up on anyone under under four four hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? But uh, it, I think he believes. But here's the problem: there's going to be a gigantic tax on the middle class in the working people in this country. Okay, to make no mistake about it. And I'm going to tell you what his tax is. Can you guess what the tax is? I'll give you a minute to guess. It's inflation. Inflation is a massive tax on the working people in the country. So we get this massive spending programs coming out right now, and uh, and they're huge. I mean, there's there's just no doubt about it. I mean, since, since, uh, Joe Biden's been in president for 100 days. In 100 days, he's passed a $1.9 trillion COVID Emergency Relief Act, of which only about two, $200 billion was COVID, and the rest was giveaways to the states and cities and, and all the Democratic interests. And then he had a $2.25 trillion infrastructure program coming he wants to do. And then he wants to do a $1.9 trillion American family plan. That all adds up to $6.05 trillion. That's a lot of money. I, I remember. I think it's. I think it was Edric Dirksen or or uh, Bunker Hunt. I forgot who said a, a million here, a, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon it adds up to real money. We're we're now talking trillion here, tr- trillion there. That's a thousand times more. A thousand times more. 
it, 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 uh, yeah, six point zero five trillion. That that that's we have a twenty uh, twenty one point five trillion dollar U.S. economy. That is a twenty eight percent of what we spend, of what the not what the government spends, not what people spend, what the entire GDP of the United States of America is. And this this is this is going to be inflationary over time. And we're going to discuss this. Uh, the yeah, but 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 so so we're spending a lot of money. You know, this is a so where's he going to get the money? Well, two places: the Federal Reserve, which is 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 kind of morphed from from sort of a central bank and be there an emergency into a central planning authority. And the Federal Reserve has said, "Look, we believe in mon- monetary theory. The people at the Fed they believe this stuff. They'll they won't admit it." But in a modern monetary theory, the government can spend as much as they want because they control their their own currency, and therefore they've agreed to print as much money as needed. Now we're going to be discussing some real interesting theories on this uh, here a little bit later in, in, in the show. And uh, but but right now, well, you know, actually let let let's take a look at that, and then I want to cover the. the you know, how do we? I tell you, well, let's just go through the tax plan. Right? I, I, I set this up two ways, but but so 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 Biden, Joe Biden says the Fed it said, look, we'll print a bunch of money, but you're going to have to raise some taxes too. So, so they're going to raise taxes on the quote wealthy, the people four hundred thousand and over. You know, I looked at that number. You know where the four hundred thousand dollars was wealthy? You know where that came from? That was back in Bill Clinton. That was like we're we're going to stick the wealthy at four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, four hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. Make no mistake about it. Most people don't make that much money. And look, in Texas, that's a whole lot of money. If you're up on the East Coast where you're paying sky high taxes, in your or or the West Coast in in, in California and San Francisco where the house costs a million, you know, the average house costs a million dollars, or Seattle or or uh, or New York City, you know, the ridiculous taxes, sky high real estate. Those people, four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, sad to say, is not getting those people. I mean, look, it gets them a good living, but they're not rolling in the money. And this is why you're seeing this massive transfer that we've been talking on this show for for months and actually years. But it's really gaining strength as people are like, I got to leave San Francisco. I've got to leave New York. I just can't afford this now. They're raising taxes, but. But but that number came back from the Bill Clinton days in the 1990s, 20, 25 years ago. And, and, and so, what you, a reason I bring this up is what you have to understand is they keep cutting the 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 uh, the amount down of wealthy. And one of the things we'll be talking about is 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 a million dollar is they, they're going to be raising taxes on capital gains of a million dollars. They're going to limit the step up basis in the states to a million. Well, a million dollars sounds like a lot. But it, if you look at it, if it basically you're looking at it, it, the, the research, you know, says about four percent, and that's probably aggressive in this market. A million dollars because people have a forty thousand dollar income uh, right now uh, in the world. So a million dollars is not what it was twenty five years ago. Um, four hundred thousand dollars income was not the, what, 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 what that's upper. Don't get me. That's a very good income. That's upper middle class. You're very fortunate if you've got that. But understand, we're not talking about a bunch of fat cats, you know, flying around the country on G5s and, and uh, you know, summering in their, their home in, uh, in south of France or their, uh, their villa in Tuscany, Italy. I mean, we're talking about average, hardworking, upper-middle-class people. And so what the government's done is they've shrewdly dropped the – they've not changed the value of wealth over time. And so these, these things are going to get a lot more people. And you know, maybe four hundred thousand. Maybe you have you and your spouse are working, and you know, maybe you're making. So maybe some the woman gets a big bonus or something happens. All of a sudden, you know, or sell a piece of property. All of a sudden, you're up that. You know, maybe it's once every ten years, but but it happens. But so these taxes are going up across the board, and I want to cover some of these taxes. Corporate taxes are going from 21 to 28 percent. I mean, this is one group of people, honestly. Look, we manage money. We own a lot of stock for American corporations, but I've been really disappointed in, in, in U.S. companies. 
They've moved their assets overseas. They, they, they've moved factories overseas. They've moved jobs overseas. They've taken on massive amounts of debt. Now they're getting involved in social issues. The, the, the CEO of Coca-Cola came down and, you know, and, and, and threatened to threaten Georgia unless they, they got rid of the, the, the bill, HR, uh, not the HR1, but, the, but their bill to, to, you know, to, to require ID for voting and to make sure people couldn't have multiple votes. You know, Coca-Cola, Major League Baseball, uh, you know, Delta, you're seeing people are starting to boycott these companies. So there's not a lot of sympathy. Uh, uh, Ted Cruz had a phenomenal uh, op-ed here uh, recently. I think it was the Wall Street Journal uh, talking about, I'm not taking corporate money anymore. I mean, they've gotten involved in personal issues. They're trying to run the country. They're trying to tell us how to vote. And, and he had some real concerns that he says, I'm just not going to, you know, the American people, we work for the American people. We don't work for corporate America. Corporate America doesn't have a vote in the United States. There's nothing in the Constitution that says the CEO gets multiple votes or has superpower over the rest of, of, of people in the country. As a matter of fact, the CEO, Coca-Cola, is a foreigner. He's, he's a Brit. He's lecturing us on voting. Why don't you look in the mirror? And so... So I don't have a lot of sympathy for corporate America, but the taxes are going to go up. They're, they're looking at a 15 percent minimum minimum tax there. Now, the, the, the people that are going to hit the most of this are they're going to cut a lot of the a lot of the uh, there's loopholes and different things that they they put in place in tax shelters. They, they're trying to put a minimum global tax on corporations so companies can't move to Ireland or or uh, different places to cut taxes and, and move the factories out of the United States. So they're going to cut back on this. They're also going to look at a minimum 15% tax on some companies that are always coming up with the one dodge after another, making a fortune and not paying any taxes. But I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, look, I, mean, I think Everybody needs to pay their fair share, and, and, and the fact that corporate America has gotten so involved in politics is, 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 is a really grave concern to me, and, and, I, and I, think, I don't think the Republicans should, quite frankly, support them, uh, but, but these taxes are going up. Now, a, a couple interesting things. The ones that's going to hurt the most are going to be the, the drug companies and the software companies because they're able to kind of move things overseas, and uh, they can... They can they can fund all their R&D here in the United States in the factories and everything, and particularly, but that really that R&D, that, that's very expensive. And then they go sell it in some country, and they can, they can cut their costs. So those are some of the countries. Interestingly, a lot of companies aren't going to be hurt too much by this tax. The, the talk is it's probably not going to go to 28. It might go to 25 or something. So a lot of companies aren't going to be hurt in, in this area. Uh, I don't think there's going to be an enormous amount of uh, put this stuff. I, I think the corporate taxes. Uh, we're probably going to see those go through. The uh, the, the, the bigger the the, the the I don't think that's going to affect things as much. And, and I think they're going to try to do a lot of stuff to stop corporations from going overseas. The thing I think that where the real impact on on Biden's tax plans is it seems to be the war on the. On, on wealthy and wealth in the United States, they they really don't like wealthy people. Uh, they don't, and, and as we just discussed earlier, their idea of wealth of a big super capital gain is a million dollars. Well, you know, if a person finally sells a piece of property and makes a million dollars on it after all these years, the farm or or, or a house or something. I was talking to someone who had a rent house they thought was you know going to be a big capital gain and. You know, they might not only have a million or two total, and that's not super wealthy. I mean, we've got a really realistic look at this. Hey, do I have any sympathy for Bill Gates or, or, or Mark Zuckerberg uh, or, uh, or, or some of these other people? No, absolutely not. They hide all their money in, 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 in foundations, which, by the way, there's been no, no mention of foundations in this story right here at all. It, 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 and they, they don't pay any taxes, and it's not fair. That's, ca that's causing problems in this country, it's ca it, 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 and it needs to be rectified. But what they're doing is they're making average upper-middle-class people pay for this. It, if you look at ordinary income, the top bracket is going to go from 37 to 39.6%, which, which is a big deal. Where they're going after people is going to be the capital gains rate. It's going to, the top rate they want to take from 20 to 39.6%. Now, that's a pretty big jump. And then 
if you if you hit a million dollars in capital gains. And then people forget about this, but there's a 3.8% Medicare surcharge out there already, remember, from the Obamacare I'm over a certain amount. So that puts the top capital gains rate at 43.4%. Now, I'm looking at, at, at capital gains rates over time. The highest we had was a, a short bump in the 70s that immediately went back down when Reagan got in there. Typically, it's been below 30. You know, it really, it, it's been around 30%, give or take, typically over time. Back in 1917, after World War One, and you had just a bunch of radicals in there on, uh, uh, at the time, the capital gains rate went to 80%. But it's always been discounted. And, and, and so... So this is this is this is what we're looking at here. This is a fair, so the 43 percent we've not seen since about 1917, 1918. It's a hundred years ago. Joe Biden is being very aggressive, and it's on a million dollars. This again is not that big of an amount. It sounds big. Now, if some don't get me wrong, if someone's worth 10 million dollars and they have a million dollar capital gain, you know, well, a lot of times you're talking about people selling a piece of property, a farm or stock that's been in the family forever, they, they sell it. That, 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 that is not that big of a deal. So, so I want you to understand, he is being very aggressive and really going after uh, upper middle class and wealthy people in upper middle class and even getting into middle class people. We have clients that will sell something and have a million or $2 million gain. They're looking at, at a potential 43.4% uh, tax. That is grossly unfair. Now, the the it, it but it 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 goes it goes uh, it gets worse in there. A couple things. <clears throat> they also want to move the estate, cut the estate step up. we're actually we're coming up in a, what was supposed to be a harder break, but we're coming up here in a break. So we're, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to expand some more on this. So you have to understand that. Look, all of these aren't going to come in. I'm going to give you some ideas of where I think they're going to go and what you need to do after this quick break right here on the Max Out Saving Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com.
Welcome back to the Excel Saving Show. Well, this is obviously not one of the most of the time days today with the sun not shining, but uh, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what Ronnie did. Hello, Ronnie. Good morning, Ted. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. We're, uh, we're, we're dry here in our house. Uh, I've been listening to your conversation about, or you talked about taxes. It's been a long time since I studied economics, but uh, in my thought, and, and of course all Americans get excited when you say that the government's going to tax business and corporations because they don't pay any taxes anyway. We like it when they pour it on them. But the truth of the matter is taxes are a cost of doing business, and it's passed right down to you and I in the cost of the products we buy from these people. No, no, I think that's a good point. That's an excellent point. I mean, the problem they're kind of running into is they've sort of gotten into politics and, and, and really infuriated the conservatives out there. But look, I, I think you're right. Uh, I think where they do, the only thing, uh, I do think they need, to, I don't think we should have situations where companies are not paying any taxes. And we've got some of that. And that, that does need to be, uh, that, that needs to stop. Look, we want to have the low top tax the low taxes rates out there because we want people coming to the United States to do business in hiring people and putting plant and equipment and growing the United States. And, and we don't, and I, I tell you what I really fear is starting to happen is, is, is people are going to start leaving the United States. And, and so, yeah, I, I agree. I, uh, I have even looked around the world to see where I thought, think I might want to live if I didn't live here, but, there's no place in the world as secure, even as it is today, in America. We have an opportunity. We have we're losing our freedoms, but we have still more freedom than any place in the world. And uh, but ultimately, I, the point I was just trying to make is that ultimately, even if you figure out a way to tax uh, business, it's going to be passed on to you and I because it's the cost of doing business. That's just plain and simple. But Somebody's got to pay, and uh, it's going to be us. Anyway, well, that's no, that's that's say. what I really fear. Thank you for the call, Ronnie. That's what I fear on all this. I I, I really think that they're not understanding who's ultimately going to pay. Uh, and, and the th- these taxes are going up. I mean, this is a huge amount of tax increases across the board. I mean, uh, Joe Biden, if you look, is 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 materially more radical than I think anybody thought, including the Democrats. I mean. Th- this, it, it, I mean, this is basically Bernie Sanders uh, writing the tax bill. Uh, I, I don't think anybody thought this was going to happen on all sides, and, and this is a real concern. I mean, I, I, where I think it's, I think it's really going to do some damage is going to be with the individuals. So, I, if you look at, if you look at, the, the, as we were talking about the capital gains rate, they're talking about taking it from about. 23 point, uh, something, uh, 23.6, I think, uh, uh, 22.8 up to, up to 43.4. That's a huge jump. And, and this is going to, and they're also going to get rid of the, the, the 1031 exemptions. This is an interesting one. Uh, uh, what a lot of people don't realize a lot of the land, a lot of, of our clients are looking, they're buying land uh, out in the, in the country elsewhere. I can tell you a lot of that land is being bought up by people that are 1031ing. I mean, I, I know just around our ranch, we, there's two people, Gully, one very large ranch, that's all 1031. They, and, and, you know, they just park the money and, and so I, they're, they're going to limit that to five hundred thousand uh, dollars. You know, we've used the ten thirty ones. It's a way to avoid taxes, uh, but particularly around Houston, there's massive amounts of ten thirty ones. So I think, I think that I think some of this stuff, the higher taxes, the elimination of the ten thirty one. Uh, look, I, I just had a discussion with very large real estate deal. Uh, I was talking to someone about it, and he's selling, and what the people are scrambling to get their 1031s done uh, in, in time, and, and, and those are the buyers right now. And, and so, this is this is affecting things. I mean, this is I've heard people talking about these taxes are huge. I, I know of one instance of possibly two of property being put up for sale because of this already. I, I, I'm listening to buyers scrambling to get turn 31s done. So they under under this rule, and and, and I, I think uh, this is a concern. And the other one is the estate step up, which is a lot of people don't realize this. 
this is this is a big deal. Is it in estates when you inherit something, you get a step up basis, and, and so which means your your stock or whatever, if it's Exxon stock and, and your grandparents had Exxon and. And, and now, you know, it's going down a couple generations. Well, you just get the step-up basis. It's 56, 50 bucks or whatever it is today. You, you, even though the cost basis might be $5 a share, that's a big saving. So if you sell it tomorrow, you, you just you don't pay any income tax on it. And that's a huge deal. Well, they're going to limit that to $1 million going forward, the step-up basis. Again, that, again that's a, a, a big deal. Uh, I think these... These numbers are, are way too low. I, I really think the definition of rich should be a minimum of, of five to ten million. Probably ten million is a fair number of really rich. Uh, and, and, and I think when it comes to income, the actual for income taxes, you should be above a million dollar. I mean, these are just min. I, 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 I think I can make a case twenty million and a couple million for income because what we're talking about is they're really pushing these taxes down in the into the Upper middle, upper middle class, upper middle class with, with these things. And they, the other one they're going to get rid of is the carried interest. I don't think anybody – this is where, where people people put together a hedge fund or something and, and get carried interest. Look, I, 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 and, and so they, as part of their deal, they get paid in, 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 in part of the property, and then they get to sell it at a discount. This has been bandied about for years. Quite frankly, it's a miracle. It hasn't been eliminated a long time ago. But all of these things are adding up to a lot of uh, uh, these. Are, these are big gains. They, they, they're not talking about the the estate exemption. They haven't mentioned that. But Bernie Sanders wants to cut that to three point five million per person. And again, that, that's a lot of money. But if you've got two or three kids or four or five kids, those you know that starts to be you know that, that's not a lot of money. And, and this is what. The, the, the point, one of the points I want you to, a couple of points I want to come, get across to you today is this is a very aggressive, very radical tax hikes across the board. Uh, and the second thing is, is that the, the idea of rich has been put, that they're taking the, they keep lowering the level of rich to lower, lower levels. And this is the problem you get into with these people is, is they're coming after everyone. Eventually the middle class is going to have to pay for this. And that, that's my concern with this. Uh, what's going to happen? Look, I, I don't think we'll see the, the thirty nine forty three point the thirty nine point six capital gain go from twenty to thirty nine point six. I do think it's gonna get raised. They're talking about twenty eight percent. The other thing we want to watch closely is 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 this gonna be made retroactive? I've already had a discussion with the lawyer on this, you know, same type of deal. He's like, Ted, I don't know. He he thought it might be unconstitutional. He was threatening to sue if if, if his deal was tax. So, so this is, what are they going to do here? What they're worried about is, is an avalanche of selling, hitting the real estate and stock markets if this stuff goes through. And so typically, typically I would say it's not going to be retroactive, but, but I, these people are all about trying to hold up asset prices so, so Biden looks good. And so I have some concerns. So this is, you want to, the key thing you want to watch is if you're going to do deals this year, is this going to be retroactive? There was some talk about, well, we don't want people to kind of try to get in under the wire ahead of time. And again, this is just a, a, an aggressive sort of mean, very mean-spirited kind of way to go after upper middle class and even middle class people. And then he's going to put $80 billion in for the IRS to sit there in, in, in for audits to, 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 and they figure they can get another $700 billion. My, my, my theory on audits was the, the IRS shows up because, you know, they, look, they want to make sure you're doing your taxes right. And if they get more money, they're happy with it. Uh, you know, uh, but but they were really making sure they want to make sure everyone's paying their fair share of tax. This is kind of going to the New York style of of of, of tax of taxing, where they, they they aggressively audit everyone to try to get every dime from everyone to try to raise more capital. And, and again, it just goes to a mean spiritedness that, that that seems to be the hallmark of the, of the Biden administration. And, and, and so we'll see. All of this stuff is not going to go through. Uh, I am worried about these these tax increases affecting. I, I, people forget. Have some coffee here. Back in 
They forget back in nineteen seventies when they raised the taxes, when they kicked that that capital gains up, I think I want to say it was that's when it got up to about forty percent. And they they changed the tax law. You couldn't get you couldn't get accelerated depreciation. I, I forgot. I, you know, I was very young at the time, and was you know, but but the way I remember it, it was it was. They got rid of accelerated depreciation, a whole lot of stuff people were using to avoid taxes because taxes were so high, and it caused a collapse of the real estate market. This is what dragged down Houston, Texas when they did that. It caused a collapse of the real estate market here. So so this could have – well, I think this could really hurt is going to be the, the – the, the real estate market. And I, I think you've, you've got to be a little careful with that because you, there's a lot of people with a lot of gains that might just say, hey, I'm just going to pay the 20% and I, I'm out of here. I just want to make sure my money is protected. It, and, and so this is something we want to watch closely. I don't think it's the, the capital gains going to go to the 40%, but I, I believe it's going to go up. The estate stuff worries me, uh, particularly the that the the one million the elimination of the step up basis it just to a million dollars. So you just have one million dollars of, of of step up. And again, what I, I, like I said, I th- I said ten million. I think it's probably twenty million. It's really rich. I I, I I mean I don't you know maybe it's ten million. I don't know where the number is. But the one thing that needs to be looked at: how do we really define rich? And how. Because the reason we, I want, I, I think this is important is, I, I think, as I said, from the Bill Clinton era to right now, which is what you know, twenty twenty something years ago, the, the, the definition of rich keeps going lower and lower and lower, and that's a concern. And by that, that allows them to continue to tax more and more people and raise income. So this. This is a very aggressive plan. It's not all going to pass. But if you add this on top of 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 uh, of, of massive spending and inflation, it, it's going to be a problem. And, and what we've talked about on our show for months now is, look, this inflation is coming. This is a big inflation. It's coming this way. It's not 2009 like everybody thinks it is. And we're going to be discussing that some later. So this is going to be a bigger type of inflation. And so if you get three or four years of big inflation uh, – it, the realists, you can see asset prices go up, and, and then they're going to make even more money on it because those numbers might be low. And by cutting, by cut, raising the capital gains up, the more the inflation strikes, the higher the, the assets go up and the more taxes they get. And this is a concern. And so this is something we want to watch closely. How far is this going to get? Are we going to get a pushback? For, are the Republicans are starting to push back. If you notice, what did Ted Cruz say with that op-ed? Huge pushback on corporate America. Hey, Know your place, or we're not going to help you out. Okay, huge pushback from from a lot of Republicans this week, uh, the last couple of weeks. You're seeing that pushback. We said, look, wait, you're going to see a pushback. We're not going to get anywhere at all, and, and, and the Democrats are going to keep moving forward, moving forward, taking more, taxing more, regular, until there's finally a pushback. The pushback is starting to come. You're seeing the boycotts of Coca-Cola, Delta. Your Major League Baseball people are very upset with them. If we don't stand up to these people, if everybody doesn't stand I'm not just talking about Ted Cruz, but if every person doesn't stand up in their own little way, do something, this is going to get worse. I notice Oklahoma is passing a law against uh, – Critical race thinking. Again, you, there has to be a pushback from the states. This is why they completely freaked out when, when Georgia passed, passed, you know, to try to clean up the voting over there because they knew this, there was going to be a lot of this coming from the states because people are fed up with this. So they tried to make a stand in, in, in Georgia. And so Coke, Coke stepped up to the table. Delta stepped up to the table. Uh, Commissioner Manafort of, of Major League Baseball removed the, the, uh, all-star game to threaten the people of Georgia, and there's massive pushback. Like, we don't care. We're going to stand up for our beliefs. And so this pushback is happening. So so all of this isn't going to come through, but a lot of this is going to get through. He's gotten through an enormous amount. He already got through a $1.9 trillion plan. He's got his infrastructure coming through. He's got the American Family Plan with these huge tax increases. So this is all going to affect your retirement and where you're going to go. Now, here's the one good news when it comes to stocks. Only 25% of equities are typically subject to capital gain, to taxes. And you go, Ted, what do you mean? Well, most of the, most of the stock is in 401ks, IRA rollovers, pension plans, those type of things, qualified tax-exempt plans. So, so you're okay there still. 
But even then, it's going to be more important because if they raise the taxes up, you got to be careful because you don't want to be, you know, having a big, a big, uh, a massive two million dollar IRA plan and and have you know twenty thousand dollars outside of the plan and you need to buy a new car and get hit with a medical bill or some other emergency. You've got to take forty thousand dollars out and plus your other income, you get kicked up into higher bracket because these brackets are likely to go up over time. So, so the good news is. The the, the 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 capital gains isn't going to affect IRAs, uh, 401ks, the qualified plans because that is the money is not taxed until you take it out. Remember when you take it out, uh, it, it it it's tax free. It's going to help out Roths. It's going to make Roths better. Uh, I think it's I think all these tax increases are going to hurt real estate. And I think this is something people are going to have to watch closely. I tell you what. Uh, we're going to take a quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. We'll be right back. If you've got any questions or comments, you give us a call at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Welcome back to Max Out Savings Show. That I can't drive by back to the 70s again. Yeah. Uh, yeah but if you have any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. Also, if you, uh, if you, we're going to be sitting our, our this way. I promise I'll get the newsletter out this week. Uh, if you, uh, it's a free newsletter. If you'd like to sign up, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And you can sign up for the free report. If you need some help with retirement, you can also request an appointment there. I tell you what, uh, I think we've got Randy on the line. Hello, Randy. That's it. How are you? Can you hear me, Ted? Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Oh, good. How are you? Doing well. Okay, you, excellent. You had a question for us. Yeah, I got a conundrum. I'm retired, and I don't have any uh, any earned income, no W this or W that. And uh, I have to use the qualified dividends and uh, capital gains worksheet, and then, of course, the Social Security worksheet with the NG, M- MAGI. And uh, so... I'm sitting on a lot of capital gains, and and I'm wondering that uh, even from last year, when the when the big 
panic pandemic selling started back in uh, February and March. That's when I bought most of my stocks. So it might be end of the year, you know, long term. Are they? Are they? What are they going to do in terms of short term and and uh, long term rates? And uh, should I? Uh, what is this going to do? Is uh, it, 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 are they going to change the? Uh, like I got a lot of interest from bonds and things like that. Are they going to change any of that or any of the brackets? Any idea what they're going to do? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, is, is the stock in a is is that in qualified or out of a qualified plan? Uh, eh, they're probably qualified. They're fairly recent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, I mean, is it in a four hundred one k or an IRA rollover, or is it just in? A oh regular no, no, account? no. This is in Fidelity Brokerage. I've got I've got a lot in the IRA, about a million, and then I got about another nine hundred million in in my brokerage account, which of course is taxable. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the taxables, the, of course, the stuff in the IRA, don't worry about it because it's not going to change. The stuff in, in, in your just the regular account, that's going to be subject to the capital gains. Now, ordinary, uh, keep in mind, anything that's less than, as you know, is less than uh, one year is ordinary income, and that's not going to change. Uh, if, if, if it's more than one year, then, then it's, that's going to be capital gains. I mean, I, I think... If you're concerned about capital gains, you know, if you're thinking of selling something, it's probably better to take the capital gain now. If it's particularly a longer-term asset, you're not sure what to do because these taxes could go up over time. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say you're not going to see the 40, but I do think you can see a 28 to 30 percent capital gains increase now. Randy, here's the question: What we need to watch for real closely over the next couple of weeks is they're going to see, is this going to be is this going to be retroactive or not? And, and, and you know, which means they, by, if they pass it later this year, everybody in this year gets it. I mean, that'll be. Look, I, I've talked to people with some massive capital gains they've taken this year. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's really for them. It, you know, this is a massive increase. So I, I think it's going to be very hard. I think they would like to do something, but you want to watch: Are they going to make it retroactive or not? Yeah, well, I'm, the problem part of the problem is I'm trying to keep my AGI low, but I've got I got a, my RMD. I've got to pull out about thirty five thousand, and then I got twenty five thirty thousand in Social Security coming in, and then I got a lot of interest payments. So I've I've been keeping it in the in right in the sixties to seventy thousand range, but uh, like I said, if I have to throw a bunch of capital gains, like another hundred and fifty thousand in there, because uh, I see. I I don't like trading based on, uh, on 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 tax, you know, implications and things yeah. like that. But uh, but that that's what I'm saying. This is my conundrum. You know, uh, are they going to raise capital gains real high on me? Is it going to be retroactive? But what do I do in the future? Do I just not invest any capital gains anymore and try to go with bonds? Well, okay. or what should I do? A couple thoughts. Uh, now, your bonds are always going to be, unless they're tax-free, uh, but if they're uh, corporate or governments that are non-tax-free, that's always ordinary income. Now, the one point is they're also going to make uh, dividends are going to be subject to the same thing as capital gains. More, or, uh, so, so they're raising the tax there. Look, I, I will give this bit of advice. I found it's never a good idea to buy or sell something, particularly sell something based on on. Uh, on taxes, and where I've really noticed it more than anything is, well, I'll, I'm going to wait till next year. If I sell it this year, I'll have to pay the taxes. I want to wait till next year, then the thing goes down. So, I mean, always look at the underlying asset and make the decision there first, and then if it's sort of a toss-up, then you kind of bring the taxes in. Well, as I'm saying, if I go long or away, the long I'm going to get into the long term, and uh, and of course, currently that that gives you a, you know, a tax benefit, but. Uh, I'm not so sure that they're not going to do away with all of that, and it'll be moot, regardless of what we do, even if they make it retroactive or not. Yeah, I mean, it's, we, we did, I think it's, yeah, it, it's, I mean, that's going to be the key. Because, look, if if these big tax increases come in, people are going to start selling. I mean, in particular, I think real estate could have some problems in and so now you're in an inflationary environment, a real hot market, so I don't think they're that concerned right now. But good questions. I mean, we'll have to wait. We need to see what – oh, like I said, I don't think you're going to see the 40. I think it's 30, 20, 28 to 30. It isn't going to be retroactive. That's what we need to wait and find out. Um, well, that, that, that's still going to be a massive increase either way you look at it. And what you were talking about, raising uh, corporate taxes, I'm with the caller that was before that, that – uh, 
corporations don't pay taxes. They just collect taxes from their customers and pass it along to uh, the government. They don't pay any of that. It's just the cost of doing business, and, and it's no skin off of their nose whether they collect it or not. Yeah, no, that that I think that's it. Uh, I think the only place they need to clean up is some people just aren't paying any taxes, and that's that's not fair for the rest of the corporations out there. And and and, and, and so, but now keep in mind what, one thing to remember: this is the forty percent top capital gain rate they're proposing is not income above a million. So understand that uh, when we're, okay. we're talking. But yeah, let's wait. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Good call. Right. Thank you. Yeah, well. Well, a million dollars sounds good to me. That's out of my range. Okay, Ted, thanks a lot. Good talking to you. Okay, thanks. Let's see where this is going to go. And, and and I want to emphasize the million dollars is not what it once was. And so that's what we have to kind of watch here. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they've proposed this stuff. The, the taxes are definitely going to go up. The question is how much. Uh, it was interesting. There, there's, there's an interesting, uh, you know, uh, Kind of a blog that, that's making the rounds by Lars Christensen, and, and he had uh, he, he went back to an old 1989 uh, uh, work by, uh, by by some people. Who, uh, yeah, but it was Holman uh, uh, Partner in Small, and, and it was talking about P Star. It's a P Star model, and P Star is it's basically which is your price of of, of the asset times the, mo- the the money supply your your money supply aggregate. And then times long-term uh, level uh, trend of velocity, and divide that by GDP. The, the, the monetary times the velocity divided by the GDP gives you your pricing. And what he's saying is, he's saying it's actually uh, because keep in mind. Hey Ted, you have Larry on the line. Okay, yeah, we'll take uh, Mary. Get a question for us. Well, hi Ted. How are you today? Oh, hey. I'm sorry. Yeah, doing well. Thank you. You had a question for us. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to various financial analysts uh, lately here, and they're getting more concerned with all of this uh, money creation that's going on. They're seeing more than just inflation. They're seeing maybe some kind of systemic meltdown here, possibly even this year. I'm just curious what your thoughts might be. I don't think you get a meltdown this year. I think the inflation is going to be very aggressive, and if people lose confidence in, in the Biden administration and, and inflation starts getting out of control, you could have a real problem with the dollar and this thing could kind of melt down. You, you, that, that's going to be the tricky thing. I, I think it's probably the year after. But, yeah, I, I think this is a problem. And so what do you see when this happens? How, how it likely plays out is going, to be, is going to be a drop in the dollar because they can't – interest rates are going to start going up. But the problem is, is they cannot, they're not going to be able to keep up with the inflation. I'm going to expand upon that in just a second here. They're not going to be able to keep up with the inflation. It's going to go up too much. So, so right now the dollar's gone from about 0.5, you know, last year at the bottom to, to 1.65 today. Okay. Well, that's fine. But the inflation's gone from maybe one and a half to two to, okay. If that goes from two to three or four or five, they can't keep up. The dollar will start falling. And then if, if, People lose confidence in the United States at the same time. The dollar could start plunging, and, and that's going to accelerate the inflation even more, and then you got a problem. It, it'll play out not through a surge in interest rates up to 4 5 6%. It's going to play out through a declining dollar, and that's going to be very difficult. At that point in time, they're going to try to raise rates. The markets will fall. Precious metals will do very well in commodities. Okay, and so – for the rest of this, I guess what we start to look more like uh, some South American country where prices just go up continually. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the danger is is right now we talked about earlier in the show. Which there's, he's got six trillion dollars worth of spending proposals. The, the economy right now is over six percent growth rate. What's going to happen when it gets ne- when when it goes down or there's a recession? They're going to flood the system with more money, and the dollar is going to continue to plunge. That they're trapped. The Fed is trapped right now. Okay. So there's only well, a couple ways it plays out. It's either going to be inflation, or it's going to, ha- or they're going to have to cut back the money supply, which is going to lead to a drop in, in in asset prices, which they can't stand. So most likely, and they can't raise rates enough to support the dollar if if, it's, if it gets out of control. Well, you know, the the feds have uh, created so much money here. At what point do they look at the the government and say, you know? 
uh, we don't want to get paid back with this stuff. This stuff is worthless. <laughs> like, well, that, uh, yeah, the danger is is foreigners do that. See, that's the people. Everyone talks about us, but the real danger is all these foreigners that are watching this. And they're not sure what's going on in the United States. What's going on? I mean, they, the country seems to be tearing itself apart. They're spending six trillion dollars like it's water. Their deficits are above every every other developed country in the world uh, on a percentage of GDP. What's going on? And then and then rates are too low. Oh my God, they have inflation there. Get me out. And that's when the dollar falls. That'll be the oh boy! Key. But let me let me. I want to expand upon this real quick because I'm running out of time, and I'm going to cover this. This will cover what you're talking about. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Ted. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so the peace star, which is this, is exactly what we're talking about. So, so, so Lars Christensen, he 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 did this. He he brought this up. It, it, it is is the peace star, which again is your. What we're looking at here is the prices times the money uh, equals money times velocity divided by the GDP. And what he's saying is, because we don't have much time, is he figures, look, the prices, he's saying 13%. I think he maybe misquoted himself there. I look, it's like 23% because M3 is going up. Money supply is going up 27%. So so the prices are going to be going up. And what he's saying, he has a chart in here, which is basically saying that that inflation is going to go up. He, according to the calculations, as velocity normalizes, you can see 12% inflation by year end. Now, he said this is the 1989 theory. Okay, and what he he says, look, let's assume that this takes four or five years for prices to normalize. So the prices are going to peak near year end. But he, looking at it, inflation's still going to be above 4% out to almost 2024. And so you're talking three years of inflation, which is about what we've been talking about, peaking at 12%. I don't think we're going to see that, and the number's going to be gender. But what we're talking is a massive spike of inflation because of a 27% increase in money supply. And keep in mind, the Federal Reserve, they have raised their their balance sheet 80%. Inflation's coming. You have to protect yourself. We're going to expand upon this in the future in the Max Out Savings Report. Go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. The world is changing, and you need to prepare yourself. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.